Yo, 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 what is good, everybody? Welcome back to Mount Draftmore. The Core 4 has assembled again in the war room. I am Ben Jammin, and I am joined by Matt. What is up? Dylan. Hello. And Dustin. Hi. That's right, we are in the studio. We are ready to draft, but first, let's check in. Let's see how everybody's doing. Matt, how you doing? I am doing good. Doing good, all right? By the time you hear this, who knows what time it will be, but for us late january you know what that means we're coming up in the end of first semester Woo-woo. we're halfway at point of the year, year for us school teachers so that's what's up yeah yeah what's up with you dylan uh well my car died but i got a new one so it's okay so Ooh. uh but you know what pour one out for my guy the vw rabbit poured <laughs> one out <laughs> Truth, it's poured. beer on the floor <laughs> did you do anything memorable in that in that rabbit uh, the seats got a little moldy. Is that from, did you steam up the windows Woo-hoo. when you got the seats moldy? <laughs> Woof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, nothing's uh, off limits at Mount Traffmore. All right. <laughs> oh, not like that. Uh, well, how did you think? <laughs> I, I breathe really heavy. I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah like, again. When you're, <laughs> okay. Well, what about trips? You take any trips in it? Yeah, actually, I drove across the country twice in it. Uh, I've driven all across Washington in it. I drove to Montana and back in it. Dope. Uh, well, that's that, why I died on you. It yeah. said, stop it. At <laughs> <laughs> 165,000 miles. So it, it saw its share. It was born in Florida. Oh, and it Florida. died in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> so there you have it. Dustin, what's up with you? Well, NHL hockey is back. The season is going pretty exciting. Yep. It's a short 56-game season, and it should be pretty interesting. It's like playoff hockey, but all year long, because they're going to be all in one division, playing every game against the same division. So, like, if it's Boston and Philly, they're going to play about, what was it, like 10 times, Matt? It's like, <laughs> it's high. Something like that, yeah. It's ten, high. Ten, between 10 and 12, something like that. It's high. So by the end of the year, they're going to be hating one another, and they're going to be tired. They're playing like every other day until May. Nice. So pretty excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is that great time of the year where sports are just on point. Yes. Mm-hmm. You got basketball, you got hockey, you got football. Mm-hmm. It's all coming together. Couldn't agree more. They're talking about the Olympics still, like it might still happen. <laughs> and it's like, uh, crush fingers. Yeah, uh, see. Uh, as, maybe. A, as a fan, I'm like, yes. But the realist in me is saying, probably not. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a draft to get to. Today we are going to be drafting mascots. And we're talking sports mascots specifically. And it has to be a person in a suit. We are not accepting a person who is dressed in what could be the equivalent of a Halloween costume. So yeah. sorry, Celtics guy and Notre Dame <laughs> Irish guy. Like yeah. you are just people in suits. You're just a cosplayer. And Let's it's not real. and it's not <laughs> enough for us. It's not enough for us. So the draft order has been set. Matt will be drafting first. Whoop, whoop. Followed by Dustin. Woo. Dylan and I will wrap around for the snake. Mm, mm, mm. Round one. Matt, you're up. All right. With the first pick. Of the sports mascot draft, I'm going to take the notorious Philly fanatic. Oh, All right. nice! He is an infamous sports <laughs> mascot. He is 
so famous and so beloved and so out of bounds. You don't even know what the hell he is. And yet he <laughs> is wildly known. If you were to think about a sports mascot, you immediately go to the Philly fanatic. He's kind of like this weird, like bizarro, Philly fightable, like big bird cousin, something or other. <laughs> he comes out in yes. 1977. And interestingly enough, he's actually the guy who created the Philly fanatic, designed him, also designed Miss Piggy. So oh, just a little, what? little fun fact there. Huh. Uh, but the Philly fanatic, I feel like, embodies what every mascot wants to be. They want to be a little edgy. They want to be a little controversial. <laughs> they want to be a little bit in your face, but in a lighthearted way. They want to steal your hat. They want to ride ATVs. They want to do all this cool stuff and just be a goofball in the process. So first overall pick, the infamous Philly fanatic. Yes. Nice. Philly fanatic <laughs> is off the board. Dustin, you are up. All right, this is funny that this is back-to-back, but Philly's going to get some love because my pick is Gritty. This is the mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers, and this mascot is honestly kind of horrifying, kind of scary. He's funny as fuck, dude. Yes, I love it. He looks so funny. He looks so funny and just ridiculous. And you might ask, like, how does this come to be? But let me ask you, if you had to... Make a mascot for a team called the Flyers. What would you do? Because it's not like the New York Jets. It's not. We're not talking about a plane. I looked up the Philadelphia Flyers history for the name. Apparently, some nine-year-old kid saw it and said they're flying, like on the ice, like those players are flying, and the people <laughs> loved it. Like the name competition, they had all these entries, and the two top uh, picks of that actually were. Let's see, it was Quakers got one of the highest. It was one of the top two. And what was the other one? I got it right over here. I think it was like the Ramblers. They also had like the Liberty Bells mentioned. Anyways, those people making the final decision, those people in high powerful positions in this brand new expansion team are like, fuck that. We were going to be the Flyers. How do you represent a fucking team called the Flyers? With an orange, crazy-looking guy named Gritty, (laughs) who is great and actually makes an appearance in Big Mouth in the most perfect since all of a sudden there's this car that comes flying in like an old prison car, but it's one of the characters convinced that they're, you know, quote unquote crazy. And they're scared about going to the insane asylum. The truck that comes to pick them up is this like prison car with gritty in it. And I was like, <laughs> yes. Oh my God, that's perfect. You would not want to be picked Dude, up by gritty. Gritty's like a Muppet from hell. Yes. Like <laughs> his eyes are wild. He's demonic. <laughs> he looks kind of like that purple character from the McDonald's uh, mascot franchise. What, what is his uh, name? Is, is Grover? It like Grumpus? No. I don't know. I think Gro- Grover. That, I think maybe. I don't, I don't know. You have yeah. the computer in front yeah. of you. It's funny. Yeah, I should look <laughs> I it up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Something. This site calls them a non-binary leftist icon. Well, oh that's gosh. that's perfect for me. I'm going with it. Dude. <laughs> gritty, and he, Gritty's got like some of the best memes because it's like the fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> and hockey actually, like in some of their all-stars games, they'll have the play or the mascots compete against one another. And there were some pretty fucking sick moves out there. So Kudos to those players. They're good enough to, like, have better hockey moves than I can in a fucking gigantic gritty outfit or, like, the Boston Bruins, a big bear, whatever it is, a mighty duck. Go NHL mascots, and particularly gritty. Gritty. Nice. That's great. But, I see, that's just, we, we were talking about this before show, and I was like, there's going to be – there's two that need to go pretty early. Fanatic and gritty. Yes. There you go. <laughs> We see you, Philadelphia. Yep. You don't make any sense, but, but you got we dope like mascots. 
Uh, okay, well, I guess that brings it to me. Uh, yep. uh, so I, I'm choosing Benny the Bull from the nice. Chicago Bulls. Nice. So um, mascot for the Chicago Bulls since 1969. Benny's one of the longest tenured mascots in the NBA and in all professional sports. Um, yo, I mean, the Bulls are just so iconic. And honestly, Benny comes along with that. Uh, not only that, but he's famous for his impressive dancing, aerobic flips and jumps. Uh, multiple dunking tricks, giant popcorn spilling, repelling from the United Center rafters, shooting backwards half-court shots, banging on a drum, uh, silly string, just like interaction with the crowd, right? Uh, classic, iconic mascot. Uh, also, Ch- uh, his performer, Chester Brewer, was arrested in 2004 for illegally selling marijuana from his car. So <laughs> that adds a little bit of the mystique to the character <laughs> Benny. <laughs> of Benny the bull. Um, yeah. Oh, also some more things, uh, driving his bike downstairs, throwing cakes, shooting t-shirts. I mean, I don't know. This is everything you want in a mascot. Just someone who's willing to go crazy and be talented at doing it. Yeah. Nice. Damn it. I wanted Benny the bull. Worst part of being fourth. All right. <clears throat> so I guess for my first pick, the fanatic is cool. He's got history. He does everything. Nowadays in 2020, most mascots have to do everything just to be able to compete. But he's definitely a legend. And right next to him in legend status is the Pittsburgh Pirates Pirate Parrot. Nice. nice. He makes so much sense. Parrots hang out with pirates. Yep. yes parrots hang out with pirates he came around in the 70s and he was hat like he was specifically hatched on april fool's day (laughs) he's a goofball (laughs) when you think of pirates you think they're crazy motherfuckers no yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. right right they're fucking nuts they're rapscallions well pittsburgh pirate uh, pirate parrot specifically (laughs) this dude's so fucking crazy in the 70s you know pittsburgh was notorious for their cocaine in the seventies, <laughs> and the pirate parrot was like a huge cokehead in the seventies. Like he was. Oh my god! The guy, the guy who played him, ended up losing like the position. Oh my god! Because he was such a cokehead, someone else had to replace him. But notorious cokehead, crazy ass pirate. Did his replacement do a better job than he did? I, I mean, he's I bringing mean, energy. He's keeping that. He keeps the crazy energy. It was like the cokehead set the tone, and it was like, oh shit. <laughs> We, we got to do it. We got to play it. <laughs> he fights with the other P- Pittsburgh mascots, but he also collaborates with the Pittsburgh Penguin. Oh, yeah. Like him and the Pittsburgh Penguin are the two most beloved Pittsburgh mascots. Most people hate Steely McBeam. Yeah. <laughs> what a stupid ass mascot. He's scary looking too. Yeah. And um, Pirate Parrot has also been known to travel with the team to Cleveland to collaborate with Slider, who is the Indians mascot. So... They will double team other teams. It's, I like the collaborative effort. So nice. The Pittsburgh Pirate is gonna go with me for the first round, and that'll do it there. So it's um. Oh, you hear the smooth tones? Oof. We're entering oh, yeah. the we're entering the lounge, yeah. baby, for a little chilling with Dylan. Turn those lights down low. Oh, Steamy windows a on a car. All right. <laughs> Let me just massage you. 
Uh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's why your seats got moldy, bro. <laughs> okay, first a little trivia. How much do you? How much do you think sports mascots earn each, like per year, on the upward scale? One hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> that would seem pretty decent to me. That'd be a good, good salary. I'm just thinking if you're a big time mascot, like if you're, mm-hmm. how many baseball games are there? One hundred sixty-two. Oh. At home? Oh, at home, 81. Okay, so 81 home games, and the mascot's going to be at all the home games at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. So if it's like if it's like the Fanatic or Benny the Bull, even Gritty, I mean, mm-hmm. even though he's a newcomer just in the last like yeah. couple of years, like yeah. all of them. I don't know. You, y- y'all didn't guess. I'm going to say, so we're talking annual salary, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I still think that despite like icon status, that the guy underneath matters less than the outward persona, right? So I'm going to say they're going to lowball them because they're like, yeah, get in line, buddy. I'm going to say 75K. I'm going to say 125. Okay. So Dustin is close, closest. Yes. Like big earners, upwards of 200,000. What? Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm guessing because I'm surprised. this is I'm a full-time position. Yeah, and, and they, they do crazy shit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. They they do stunts and shit. Um, it's true. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure like the the – the small time uh, folks probably get paid less though. Yeah, uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Like the small guys probably get shit on. Yeah, I need a new but career. dude, think about that. The small guys are still getting paid like 75 G's. That yeah. ain't bad. That's, that's not pretty bad. fucking that ain't sweet. Bad. Oh, that's, that's more than us first year teaching. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't have to get a college degree to get it. I feel like I always want to be a hype man, and I could do that for a lot of money in a suit. That would be the hardest part. Would just be hot underneath that suit. How do you apply for that job, man? Most of them, I do know this. Most. Most mascots have like a gymnastics background. Oh, Dang, that yeah. makes sense. Well, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably some sort of physical acting background too for some yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, okay, just a little tiny deep dive on some information. Japanese mascots, uh, Yuru Kiara mascots. So Yuru Kiara uh, or Yuru Kara, depending on like how it's spelled, is a Japanese term for a category of mascot characters. Usually created to promote a place or region, event, organization, or business, or sometimes a sport. Uh, it could be anything. It could be fucking toothpaste. Yes. Um, there is a mascot. Hold on. Let me find it here. Uh, for uh, what popularized it was actually when Hakone Castle was kind of like, they're like, we need to bring tourism here. And so they made a mascot for Hakone Castle, which was super cute. Um, and it just got super popular and all of a sudden everywhere in Japan had to have a fucking mascot every, everywhere. It's probably linked a little bit to Shintoism too, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's because it's so regional, um, and individualistic. So, uh, there's estimated, uh, there's, there's actually, uh, Yurukchara Grand Prix every year where people vote for their favorite mascot in a contest Mm, of over 1500 Mascot participants from Japan, what? from all Damn. around Japan. Wow. Um, so a few strange Yurukara include a walking enema penguin and a deer <laughs> with a shotgun. Just as some yes. of the more strange ones. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, some Yurukara. Dylan, you're my hero. That's where I'm going to get my start. There's more jobs over there for mascots. I got it. Dude, you and got I'm going to come over here and then get those 200G jobs. Yes. Sure. You're going to like find out who the who the guy who is gritty is. Yeah. And you're going to like take him out slowly in like a back alley. <laughs> and like, right, this is my job now. Yes. 
Exactly. <laughs> I got it. I'm just going to leave halfway through. The semester's over. I, I at least did half the job. Okay. Sorry, school district, but I'm out. <laughs> we probably need to do a top four of uh, Urukara um, mascots sometime. Yeah, that's a good category for later. <laughs> well, for sure. yeah, I mean, just like all the, the crazy mascots that are over in like Korea, Japan, like all East Asia, there's so many cool mascots. Yes. I saw these guys earlier that there's a KBO, the Korean base uh, equivalent of like Major League Baseball. They have a team over there called uh, the NC Dinos, and their mascot Swole Daddy, and it's a buff dinosaur. <laughs> it's great. Right? Yes. I love that. Swole Daddy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, good I, deep. That, that was a good, that was a nice chill session in the lounge. I can't get over that. The person underneath that suit wants to be called that out of the suit. Oh, yeah. He's like, can you please still call me Swole Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> it's my fetish. swole daddy all right well round two guess that's a good segue into round two time to pick (laughs) another swole daddy for our team there you go and i'm first up and there are a lot of mascots to choose from and i don't really know what direction to go toward because i'm not a mascot expert so i'm just gonna keep it familiar keep it to the area that i see a lot and i'm gonna pick the Oregon duck mascot puddles yeah, Puddles. <laughs> what an adorable name. Got that name in the 1920s. But in the 1940s, he be, he started to resemble Donald Duck because Donald Duck was pretty hot in the 40s. Maybe you'll learn about on that. Maybe you'll learn about that on another podcast or something. Not today. The reason why Oregon's mascot Puddles looks like Donald Duck isn't just because Donald was hot, but because the cartoonist for Disney actually was buddies with the athletic director at Oregon who was Leo Harris at the time. So they made a handshake agreement, and Oregon was allowed to use Donald's likeness for all their mascot stuff. So when you go over to Oregon, it's dope. You see Donald all over the place. That's true. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And I know that might be a sensitive spot since you went, since Matt went to Oregon State. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Puddles. Yeah. I and, I, like you. and I did my undergrad at UW. Like, oh. well, yeah, we all have affiliation <laughs> with UW, so it's like, especially fuck you, Puddles. Puddles. Yeah, but what did, what did Puddles do to our educated? They didn't do shit. He didn't do shit. Yeah, good point. I but like but still, Dude, I respect Puddles because he's one of those characters that uh, rocks the shirt with no pants. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's got the nice scarf and a little hat. I will say he. Uh, there are a co- couple cool things about Puddles. First of all, he does come in on the back of a dude riding a motorcycle. Okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Secondly, he o- <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. What? Yeah, no, I'm, at like football games, like there's a dude. With like riding a chopper that comes into the stadium, puddles <laughs> is, like, on the back like yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly oh how it happens. God. Got his hand up like yeah, I'm like the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Like bitch it's like the, the Thunderdome. Phase. Like he's like Mad Max. And then uh, the second thing is that he does push-ups for all the touchdowns. Which I mean, kudos because Oregon does. I will say I hate Oregon, but they uh, they do score a lot of points. So so you know <laughs> that the Oregon Duck is a swole daddy. Yeah, <laughs> he's a swole daddy. That'll be my oh, second round man. pick. <laughs> Dylan, it goes I love to you mascots. now. Okay. Uh, my next pick is, oh, this is hard. Okay. I'm going with Fred Bird from the St. Louis Cardinals. Why? Because I'm from St. Louis. Uh, why does that matter? Because the St. Saint- Louis Cardinals uh, are so popular in St. Louis. I cannot emphasize. Oh, I bet. Like, you, you just don't understand until you go to St. Louis and you see how often people wear that red, like, uh, regalia. From the Cardinals. I mean, you see 
that everywhere. And Fred Bird is a really important cultural icon in St. Louis because, I mean, you'll see him at games, right, doing the standard mascot stuff, kind of being goofy, ruffling up kids' hairs, giving them, like, <laughs> taking away the... Take, like taking their shit and then giving it back and then giving them like a present too. <laughs> and then you'll see him like at children's hospital with charities. You'll see them on your local affiliate. At least when I was growing up, we had a local WB affiliate where they would play the cartoons, but they had like the local people in between the cartoons and Fred bird would be there with them and then go with them on like field trips to places around St. Louis oh my gosh. and tell us about that shit. Anyway, Fred Bird just gets me pumped when I talk about him. <laughs> Hell, um, yeah. Hell yeah. So, and the Fred, goal of every mascot. Yeah, right? And so Fred Bird's been around since 1979, just rocking it. Um, and hopefully we'll be around for a lot longer. So Fred Bird, go cards. Woo woo. Nice. Dustin. That means I'm next. Oh, my gosh. I felt like I knew the direction I wanted to go in. And now I'm just like, there's so many good ones that are hilarious. But... This one is going to be a little bit out there, but I'm going to take a chance because I think it's funny as fuck. So I'm just going to go with it. I'm thinking, who makes me laugh the most? What is the most brilliant mascot game presentation package that you can put together? Hopefully you don't strike this down, but I'm going to go with the presidents with the Washington Nationals. So I'm looking at Matt. He's giving me a nod. He's not striking it down as cheating, but the Nationals have a primary mascot called Screech. An uninspired eagle. Okay, whatever. Real original. <laughs> yeah, come on, get out of here. But think about this. You're drinking, you're like, yeah, go Nationals, go Natties. All of a sudden, there's, uh, I think it's like probably seventh inning, right? It's got to be seventh inning. Yep, seventh inning stretch. Now I'm looking at my notes. There are all of a sudden all these people dressed up as U.S. presidents in these gigantic goofy mascot suits that are going <laughs> to race around the field. They're knocking over each other. George Washington's taking the lead, and then boom! Abraham Lincoln stiff arms him, takes the lead. Oh, you're drunk, and you're like, yeah, that's my guy, number 16, 16th president right there. No, 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 man. That's not, that's not what it was about. That's what you want in a baseball game, something ridiculous to like. It's true, yeah. Relieve some stress. I'm not a Nationals fan, but if I was, I'm sure there'd be some stressful games. And the point of game presentation is to get some people who were not going to be super into the sport. Like if you're, I mean, I'm looking at you, Matt, you're a huge Mariner game or Mariners fan. If you were at the game, you're going to be into it anyways, mm -hmm. but you got your friend next to you or a family member. Who's like, eh, they're going to get hyped through the game presentation. That was my mom. We went to DC. She was loving it. She hates sports. And she was like, she became a nationals fan overnight. There was like two year period where she's like, go natties, go natties. They had fireworks and racing presidents. She's like, America. It's true. The, uh, <laughs> the racing presidents are great. I've been to a national yes. game before when I went to Washington, D.C. when I was in middle school. And it is entertaining to see like abnormally disproportionate presidents <laughs> running across the field. Most of them fall down, which is hilarious in its own right. So that's right. I agree. <laughs> Plus it looks like they have Taft, which is even better. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude, it's educational Teddy. too. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt, right? He wins. Oh yeah. That's a winner exactly. right there. All right. Well, I guess it's, yeah, uh, it's you. my turn. All right. <laughs> so with my second pick, I'm going to take arguably, see, I like Benny the bull, but I do think that, the one I'm going to pick right here is the superior dunking artiste. Oh. I'm nice. talking about the Phoenix Suns gorilla. Ugh. Right? This guy, <laughs> he is a dunking machine. All right? His dunks are insane. He also, for 
one of the strangest reasons. Like, I don't even realize, understand why they chose a gorilla in the first place. Maybe because it was cheap and easy. You could get a gorilla suit, throw some guy in it. But he comes out in 1980, which is wild. He's been around for 40 years now. Like, it's hard to believe. Wow. But not only is he a dunking machine, but he is a comedic genius. He puts on all <laughs> sorts of disguises and costumes to mimic the opponent. There was back in the day when Pat Riley was roaming the sidelines of the Lakers and the Heat, he would slick his hair back with the hair gel to look like Pat Riley. He'd dress up as Frank Sinatra when the Knicks were in town. You're talking about all sorts of crazy antics carried about by the Phoenix Suns gorilla, and I believe he is the top dunker in the NBA. Right, we'll watch some highlights of his later. <laughs> wow. That's dunker. All right, so that's my second round pick. Nice. Second The gorilla. Yep. It's because he doesn't have like he wears like a mask. Well, he wears a fursuit, but yeah, he has he has more like dexterity. He can dunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for the first two rounds of the draft. Those were interesting rounds. I didn't expect it to go the direction it went, but it's all good. Oh yeah, yeah. deep dive with Dustin. Yep, we're gonna take a break and dive in. So gonna one get in the wet more. We're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan got us a little steamy. Now we're going to get just straight wet with Dustin. Okay. I don't know about that because not to be a downer, let's listen up. Luckily, we're in a pretty lighthearted topic, so I think we can handle a little bit of seriousness for five seconds. But when I think about mascots, and I know there's lots of you out there who are thinking the same thing, unfortunately, you can't help but think, oh, there's a lot of stuff in the news, a lot of stuff around Native indigenous mascots. And, hey, this is the first year that I actually felt like I could root for Washington, D.C. guilt-free. I was like, yeah, go Washington, D.C. football team. I always had to pick the Cowboys, even though I hate Dallas. Well, Dallas Cowboys, not Dallas as a city. But I was like, I cannot pick a team with a racial slur as their team name. No, no, no. Obviously, that's a really, really big issue. Um, but I, what I wanted to do my deep dive about was what many of you might not know is that this is not a modern issue or just a recent effort. There's actually been a lot of effort for a long time by indigenous activists to get rid of that team name and also other native mascots. So actually going way back to the 1960s, one of the main organizations that have been behind it, uh, National Congress of the American Indians, uh, they've been really, really passionate about trying to get rid of native mascots. There's been lots of other activists, lots of different uh, teams across the United States, and that goes down to high school as well. I mean, it might just seem like it's one team, but actually it's all over the place. I mean, you can even think about summer camps in the U.S. using native imagery, a high school team using native imagery. I did some subbing down at Renton High. That is one of the most diverse schools ever. Renton Indians, that's their name. And it's like, okay, like, come on, y'all. Like, And they actually did some psychological uh, tests and all that kind of stuff on how negatively that affects indigenous children. Seeing that kind of stuff is not consensual. It's not cute, not fun. Get that shit out of here. So that's just what I want to <laughs> remind us. We can do better everybody. And yes, I know Matt's excited too. the Seattle Kraken. Hell I yeah. had some, some opinions on the name, but Hey, I just did not just do not have some native imagery going on with that mascot mm -hmm. and shit. I can root for that team guilt free. Yeah, that's what's up. And someone might be saying, oh, what about Notre Dame fighting Irish? No, no, no. Issue of power. So, yeah, the Irish came over here. They got shitted on originally. But now they are not really a marginalized group, right? Irish Americans got lots of power and privilege in the U.S. Yep. Not as big of an issue, right? 
But then you have people who used to have the Washington, D.C. Caucasian shirt. It would blow up like they would do the, like a satire kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me it's not racialized if you can't you can't handle a joke. People lose their mind like, oh, Caucasians, blah, blah, blah. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> That's my deep dive. Trying to keep it, you know, just short and to the point. But there's a huge history behind this and just like to remind everybody. Yeah. no, It, it really it, affects people. It, it's cool to see that... Uh, the Cleveland Indians are dropping the name yes. next season. Like that's long overdue. I mean, if you guys look into the the history of that mascot using like gnarly caricatures, just, yeah, uh, Chief Wahoo. Like, I mean, it's yep. just absolutely ridiculous. So yeah. it's, been, it's good to see change actually happen. And it goes a lot yeah. deeper too. Like in kindergarten, we had a powwow at my school. It was a well Irish Catholic school, mm-hmm. um, but like we had a little powwow. And we had to all dress up as, as Native Americans, like, mm. as you see, like, in, I don't know, like a caricature in a history book, you know? Yeah. We yeah. had feathers in our hair and shit. Like, that's, we were forced to do this uh, and didn't, weren't told it was wrong. So, like, there's this fetishization, yep. I think, oh, of Native phone, yeah. culture. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if indigenous peoples themselves are telling you to stop, this ain't cute, then I don't know what the, like, diehard love affair was when DC's team already has changed their name. Like just drop the name. You're just a football. Like, honestly, it's just sports. I love sports, but it's just sports. We're talking about a people's culture, history, identity. And they're telling you that it's really hurtful. Like fuck your sport at that point, you know, just like, honestly, Mm -hmm. cut that romanticization, fetishization, like just total mythological building. Get that out. Get that, get that bullshit out of, mm-hmm. out of here. Get that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. If you want to learn more, do some Google research. We're going to continue on with this draft. We need to hype it up a little Everybody bit. Everybody clap your hands. That's all we can use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're getting ready to get into this shit. Round three. Hope y'all ready. Round three. Matt. All right. Tell us about it. So. Where I've gone with the fanatic, iconic, I believe the greatest mascot ever created because he's ridiculous. Then I went with the dunking machine, one of the best mascots in the NBA. I'm going to continue my variety selections by going to the college ranks for this one. And arguably one of the first mascots to be introduced with a person inside of a suit of some kind. He's kind of, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, objectively, the mascot doesn't, I don't even know what it really is, but I'm going to go with Brutus the Buckeye. All right. Synonymous <laughs> with college sports. College sports is, uh, you have to talk about wide varieties of different events and, and places and schools and mascots and names and everything, uniforms, you name it. Brutus the Buckeye is up there when you're talking about college sports. You definitely have the puddles of the world, but you also got the Brutus Buckeye. Of the world, all right. Again, I think I think technically a buckeye is a nut. I don't. I don't it's I don't, a fucking tree seed. I don't really know what it is. It's a tree yes. seed. But anyway, Brutus the Buckeye. You're talking about college game day. You're talking about everything. Ohio State, the Ohio State University. Say what you want about the school, but Brutus the Buckeye is synonymous with college athletics. All right, you love him or hate him, but you know he's there. He's in that conversation. So that's why I'm gonna pick with my third pick. Brutus Buckeye. He picked the seed. That's the state tree. The Buckeye is the yes. state tree of Ohio. There you go. So they picked the Buckeye. I want to see this mascot. I'm looking for Also, he just, no, he just has a big round head. Because when yeah. we first started looking into this, I was like, what the fuck is Ohio's mascot? It's a Buckeye? What's a Buckeye? It's just a fucking round seed. 
Look at that shit. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. He pulled up a picture. That's what his head is. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's yes. a swole daddy. <laughs> yeah, he's swole buff. Daddy. He's buff. Yeah, he, he's just a humanoid body with a seed head. Yeah, it almost looks from a certain oh, yeah. angle like giant sideburns, but no, that's just a seed head. Also, yeah. uh, just fun fact, he comes out in 1965, so he's been around the block. Ooh, okay. Yeah. He's not as old as Puddles, but... <laughs> Maybe Puddles needs to give the seed some water. Also, the seed needs to do the shirt and pants dance. (laughs) 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 All right, Dustin, you're up. All right. Okay, so probably after my first pick, going into my second pick, I kind of threw strategy out the window and went with, I just got to go with my favorites, the ones that really, really, really make me laugh. Um, And I guess I'm just going to keep up with that. They might not have been the most storied mascot ever, I'm actually going to go with the Kansas City Wolf for the football team. So speaking of the KC Wolf, that's a good choice on their part. They should change their name, in my opinion. Kansas City Chiefs, they did not go with a native mascot. They have a wolf. So there's actually been some people who have said, why don't you just, if you're going to change your name, just go with the wolves. Like, you already got it. But the reason why I picked this mascot is when I was doing my research and I was looking it up, all of a sudden I was like, (laughs) seeing, this has happened multiple times, uh, the KC Wolf has a penchant for game day stunts and tackling field crashing fans. Multiple occasions, they've just taken <laughs> out fans who come onto the ice. And I looked at this clip. This guy's running around and security's trying to get him. So is the wolf. The wolf's after him. All of a sudden, security's got him and he's down on the ground. What does this wolf do? Like a full-on WWE move, jumps in the air with the arm out. Boom! Lands on the guy. And I was like, this is my favorite mascot ever. This guy's awesome. That's what I want to see in game day antics. I want to see someone who's ready to get in the rough. Maybe the Casey Wolf has always just wanted to start, you know, defensively for Kansas City and just has never gotten that chance. So he's like, I'm going to tackle this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but the ones that make me laugh, that's that's going to be my strategy for this one. That's my pick. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Casey Wolf. Dylan, you're up. Uh, Okay. <clears throat> I am going with, oh my gosh, that's another difficult one. Okay, I'll save this one. I'm going with the Demon Deacon. I don't know if y'all have heard of the Demon Deacon. Basically, it looks like a very devilish Uncle Sam. You know, he's got the bow tie, the top hat, the coattails. The twist is this guy rides a motorcycle onto the field during games. Um, First... Appearance uh, in 1941. Um, let's see. Uh, uses tongue-in-cheek religious humor. So that's interesting. I'm not sure how that works, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty interesting. Especially considering it's like Wake Forest University. It's in Winston-Salem, uh, North Carolina. I think there's a little bit of religious stuff going on there. And the um, mascot's just like poking fun at it or like how would you joke along with the religion i don't know (laughs) so many questions that are popping in my head i should hilarious but i i love this uh mascot i love that they're kind of owning the like demon and the deacon combination (laughs) there um so yeah demon deacon gotta go with him that's awesome nice that's unique too nice so now it's my pick third round pick Lots of options out there. Ah, man, I'm all over the place with this. Fuck. I think one is really funny, and I don't know if I can take it. 
So third pick, I'm going to take the sausages out of the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, yeah, that was my honorable mention. And the reason why I'm going to take them is because they came before the presidents. Yeah. The presidents were made to make fun of the sausages, but the sausages were first. The sausages came out in the 90s, whereas y'all boys came out after like 2004. Yeah, because yeah, 2006, well, like, the, the Nationals changed. come to D.C. They were originally the Montreal Expos, and they moved to D.C. in 2004, 2005. So. What a name, Expos. Expos, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the Seems saus- random. Yeah, the sausages. Man, I don't have my note thing in front of me, so I don't have all the stuff on them. But each one represents a different, like, link. <laughs> like a different, a different meat link. And over the years, it, they started with three, and then they slowly added more. I think they're up to like seven now. I kind of want to see it get links huge. Running. Yeah. Wait, well, you want to see what get huge? How many links they have running out there? If they had like 50 links, like a mass, massive it, like it's Costco like, it's pack. It's like five of, or six. I want to see like a bunch. Like one like, of them's a brat. One of them's like a hot link. Like they all have names too. It's like, I, I don't recall the names. But yeah. Oh, here we go. I got it. I pulled it up. Yeah, pull that shit up. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. Oh, dear. Looks like they've got some representation going on, I guess. (laughs) Well, tell us about it. Like, what the hell? Uh, Okay, we've got someone in uh, Lederhosen. We've Mm -hmm. got what... I'm not sure who this guy is, actually. Some sort of chef with a twirly mustache. We've got uh, what looks like a person with a stripy shirt and, like baseball cap we've got an actual baseball player sausage and then a person in a sombrero yeah so they compete in this what's called the sausage race like that's what it's officially yeah. called nice yeah oh actually this person in a sombrero might be in a boy scout outfit i can't tell it's well, it yeah. says okay it so a cowboy hat or something they, the first three bratwurst polish sausage polish sausage and an italian sausage and then they <sighs> added a hot dog and a chorizo that makes sense then and I feel like they have one more that they added. Maybe not. Maybe there's five. Yeah, chorizo was the most recent to, to come up. And then there was controversy when the Italian <laughs> sausage went missing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, so this these guys bring you everything. They bring you a race that's comedic, and it was comedic before the presidents. It was so good that it inspired them to, to do it with white guys. Doing it with diverse sausages wasn't enough. <laughs> they were like, let's put white let's guys in the race. Shit. Yeah, let's whitewash this shit. <laughs> That's a stretch, though. Sombrero sausage diversity. Get that out of here. Don't take my team with this diverse lineup of sausage with what? one. Hold up. You can't vote for yourself. Yeah. I want you to vote for me, and I'm. you want me to vote for you. Well, of course I want you to vote for me. Yeah, yeah. So you're just so trashing you're my team. I didn't trash it. I'm just saying that we inspired, like this team inspired your team. That was a good thing to know in the beginning, and then you t- and then you threw out the whitewashing. They, took <laughs> well, they did. The you were t- y'all can talk about controversial mascot <laughs> topics, and then I just bring up they whitewashed it a little bit, and you're getting defensive. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. I know you're not really getting defensive. I'm just saying. No. Well. Yeah, sure. Maybe they bring in Obama, but that's just the issue with our history. We only have one non-white president, so unfortunately, it is going to be a bunch of white dudes. Yeah, I know. It's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. It didn't have to be a president's race. They're Washington Nationals. Could have been a historical figures race. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, that would be cool, too, yeah. but it isn't. <laughs> Dragging yeah. my team through the mud. Well, that's what we do here. We drag teams through the mud. Give me the facts. 
Matt, give us some facts. You got it. We'll stop dragging each other through the mud while you spit some facts on us. Yeah, so I have a little bit of an interesting uh, kind of explanation of not only the the term mascot, but also how it was used historically prior to the arrival of family-friendly characters of various kinds. So the word mascot actually comes from the French word mascoto, or... I don't know how you really pronounce it. I took French in high school. I should really know how to pronounce that. <laughs> I don't, though. Uh, but it means witch, fairy, or sorcerer in French. right? And then we Whoa. get the English version of that. It becomes mascot, right, from mas- mascoto or mascoto or so- whatever you want to choose there. <laughs> anyway, so if you think about this historically, we again, we associate mascots with family-friendly, furry characters of various shapes and sizes, and they're animals sometimes, human beings sometimes, you name it. So in 1886, the New York Times drops the extra T off of Mascoto, and it becomes mascot, right? The reference was about a boy named Charlie Gallagher who was said to have been born with teeth and is guaranteed to possess all the magic charms of a genuine mascot. So the first reference in the New York Times is about a little boy who, again, has teeth and is supposed to be kind of magical, Right, that's the first reference of a, a mascot, and <laughs> and really in the United States from a major publication. Wow! You move down the timeline a little bit, and people are starting to adopt a little like, like Yale has a bulldog, and you're starting to get a little bit of this. You fast forward down to 1919, the Chicago White Sox credited a physically disabled orphan named Eddie Bennett for providing them enough luck to win the American League pennant. So there is this kind of this complicated web of uh, interesting. Pretty problematic associations with like children having magical powers, particularly those who are physically disabled and providing wow. luck for sports teams in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. And it's just like we don't think about that with mascots, but yet there's just like this weird, like twisted, like magical telling of this historically. So that's that's your Matt fact for you. Pretty crazy. Yeah, ouch, Whoa. that's messed up. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> There's always something hiding behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Just yeah, like uh, uh, Link and Zelda. Behind yeah. that curtain. Good callback. Good call. Now I was, had to make the callback. Was that behind the curtain or was that in your car? Oh. oh. <laughs> Dude, they were role-playing. <laughs> role-playing. All right. Round four. Transition into round four, and it is my pick. There are lots of iconic... Mascots left on the board, but I feel like I'm going to take a sleeper that no one's ever heard of. I'll try and sell you on it, and I will see if you even accept it. But this is this is coming straight out of 1984, Los Angeles Olympics. That's right. I'm taking the Olympic mascot from 1984, mm. Sam mm. Eagle, not the Muppet Sam Eagle that that he shares a name with, but a different Sam Eagle. He is a combination of. Our, our nation's eagle, like the American bald eagle, and the human mascot, Uncle Sam. So he's pretty cute. He's got a huge top hat that has the Olympic symbol on it. And it was created by Robert Moore from, oh, who, you guessed it, Walt Disney Productions. That's why he looks so happy and, <laughs> and, and friendly. He doesn't look like he's going to like poke your eye out. <laughs> he was a pretty, he was actually a, one of the most popular Olympic mascots created they've been making olympic olympic mascots for a really long time um and he ranks among the highest he was so popular that the japan like in japan he was made into his own cartoon 
that ran for the whole year from 83 to 84. Um, and he's still used to promote track and field events, uh, specifically a relay at Mount's, uh, Mount San Antonio College. And then he does a lot of... Um, he does a lot of work for like youth events for kids who are interested in track to help like get them out and yeah. So nice. Sam Eagle, no one was going to know about him. I was like, no, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I look forward to seeing what he looks like. Yeah. He's, yes. dude, he's, he's dope. He's hella cute. He's super cute. He's got a little twinkle <laughs> in his eye. Yeah. Man. Well, I'm next, right? No, Dylan's next. I'm, I'm Dylan's next. next. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to clarify something really quick. Uh, with the poking fun at religious imagery from Demon Deacon, it's because he's a demon deacon. Justification. So th- <laughs> <laughs> Justifying the oppression. He's a demon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to my actual mascot. I could choose between a serious mascot and a joke mascot. And you know what? I'm going with the joke mascot. Keggy the Keg. Perhaps, yes. perhaps the most short-lived mascot uh, in college uh, sports. Unofficial mascot of Dart- Dartmouth uh, College after dropping their in Native American mascot in 1971. It was conceived by the creators of a college humor magazine at the school. Shortly after Keggy's introduction in 2003, <laughs> a group of students stole Keggy. <sighs> From its Keggy! home in, oh my God. in Sigma New Fraternity Library and sent threatening notes to Keggy's creators, get this, including photographs of the mascot bound and gagged oh with my a black God. eye. Oh my gosh. It's some dark shit. Keggy's not getting paid enough for this job. Uh, some thought it was like a publicity stunt by the creators of the mascot. Um, uh, but actually, the mascot had truly been stolen. Oh Eventually, it was returned with minor damage done to the costume. He was barred from entry from um, certain sporting events at the school because, again, unofficial mascot. But the student body loved him. Unfortunately, Keggy disappeared again in 2008 and was never seen again. So if you see Keggy on a milk carton, look for him. (laughs) I don't know that they're going to put a keg on a milk carton. It might come across as a beer advertisement. (laughs) (laughs) Or or you might just look like a crazy drunk. I'm missing my my keg. Help help me find Keggy. (laughs) Oh, wow. Man, I'm shocked they didn't relate. Why did they steal him? You think like the frat guys would be like their favorite idol. I'd be like their god, Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they idolize twist. it so much that they want to lock it in a closet and keep uh, it as a yeah. as a plaything. Yeah, that's I, like one of those weird horror movies that takes that twist, like the person who's way too like into to, you or whatever. Oh, like yeah. keggy, <laughs> they like they like draw keggy. they draw keggy on things. And it's like uh, <laughs> we're gonna be together forever. I'm gonna drain you. <laughs> Hey, Plus, people do crazy things in college. There was this one fraternity, and uh, they're not a fraternity anymore because they made bad decisions. But they would show <laughs> up at a party, and you just knew it was going to be awful. I had a party once. There was a shit ton of people there, and they just stuffed glass down my like, drain in my basement and clogged up my house, turned Ew. off my hot water. They pissed on one of my friend's curtains Ew. and like drew permanent marker on her, on her uh, sidewalk. Yuck. Yeah. There's some so people do gross. some weird people shit. Are classy. I think those were when uh, Four Loco was a thing, if you remember that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Four Loco's dangerous. Yeah. Yep. Very dangerous. <laughs> Bad dangerous. decisions. Energy drinking alcohol. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Okay. Well, now now it's my turn, there right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got this. So 
to keep this trend going from Ben's cute Olympic mascot or the totally non-scary into this weird, dark, scary range, I'm going to keep that trend going. Mm. I'm going with the king cake baby mascot for the Pelicans. <laughs> you might never have heard of this. And when you look up pictures, you're going to be even more scared than Gritty made you. I guarantee it. Gritty is a funny scary. The baby is like a grotesque, like, oh. Yeah. Like an abomination. Yep. You need to Google this, folks. I am yep. uncomfortable. It's very right? uncomfortable. This mascot was created in 2009 <laughs> by Jonathan uh, Berticelli and has since been ogled for its sheer strangeness. It was introduced as a mascot for the New Orleans Hornets, now the New Orleans Pelicans, and it's a reference to the baby found inside King's Cakes a New Orleans classic closely associated with Mardi Gras, which King's Cake is bomb. And there really is a little plastic baby in there. Why did this make the list if it's so disturbing? Because that sticks in my memory forever. I have been to sporting events in other, like, arenas. Like, of course I'm going to remember the local ones. But, you know, I've been to uh, other arenas and seen other teams, and, and I don't remember their mascots particularly well. Maybe I don't even remember their game presentation. But I will never forget King Cake. baby and that shit was hilarious that was like a whole quarter of that basketball game was ruined because all of a sudden i saw it and was like oh my god oh my god oh my god (laughs) (laughs) the whole group i was with all of a sudden started googling it we're like like totally distracted which yeah maybe that's not the point of the game day presentation but the fact is we were having a good time we left laughing always have that memory King Cake Baby, the strangest thing you'll ever see at a sporting event. Nightmare material. Do you My think? God. Heck yes. King Cake Baby acts as like a, um, what do you call it? An intimidation factor for the opposing team. And the home team. I would team. be scared shitless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's stealing King Cake Baby. They're never going to have that problem. Like, not like the keg. King Cake Baby will steal you. You beware. They should yeah. steal your soul. Yeah. King Cake Baby probably stole Keggy the keg. Yeah. Probably it's all goes back to King Cake Baby. <laughs> Dude, you know who's uh, King Cake Baby's in cahoots with is the the Burger King. You remember those mm. scary commercials of like oh. be- the Burger King like standing over you when you yeah. wake up? These two <laughs> yeah. are in cahoots. Tell you what, yeah, right. The the baby is like the mob boss, <laughs> <laughs> and the king ah, is yes. underneath him. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll get you. I'll I'll hook you up with the Cheeto guy. Don't worry. I got I got to connect with the Cheeto guy. Yes, Chester. His name is Chester. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Matt, you got the last pick. All right, pick. my last pick. I'm going to go with one that is it's really cool how they did it for a number of reasons. Uh, I'm going to go with Dinger the Dinosaur, the mascot of the Colorado Rockies. First of all, calling a, a mascot for a baseball team Dinger, <laughs> great choice, especially in Denver. Denver, I mean, uh, Coors Field where the Rockies plays, is notorious for being a home run friendly ballpark. So a mascot named Dinger. Kudos nice. to you. Great name. Also with like the, the dinger dinosaur play off the D and the D there. But the reason why they chose a dinosaur, you probably think of the Colorado Rockies. What's the what's the connection to the dinosaurs? The reason why they chose a dinosaur as the mascot is that when they were constructing Coors Field, they found dinosaur fossils on the locate on the construction site. Whoa. They found so specifically cool. triceratops bones on the construction site where they're building the stadium. So yeah. like let's honor who's come before us. And our mascot with Dinger the Dinosaur. And the way that Dinger the Dinosaur arrived on the scene in 1994, April 1994, they did like a Jurassic Park hatching of a dinosaur egg. And he pops out of like a life-size egg on the field. (laughs) And everybody's like, oh my God, this is Dinger the Dinosaur. (laughs) So like between 
the name, the story, and the arrival. I love Dinger the Dinosaur. Phenomenal. That's so, a good pick. That's my fourth round pick. Yeah, that was a good nice. pick, and that was a good end of the draft, which means we need to... All right, guys, you ready to give out some T-shirts? We need to give, it, we need to give <laughs> you guys some T-shirts. We need to give you the facts. We need to tell you why we think our team deserves your vote on the social medias. And in doing this, we'll also recap our teams. And we start from first to last. Matt, justify yes, your team. Hold up. Whoa, hold up. Let me get the timer. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right. All right, so to recap my teams, I have the iconic, the legendary Philly Fanatic. I then took the Phoenix Suns Gorilla, the dunking machine that he is. He is the ultimate showman in the NBA. I then went with the classical kind of, again, maybe you're not the biggest Brutus fan because objectively, mascot's kind of weird, but he's iconic when it comes to collegiate sports. So I'm going to go with Bruce the Buckeye in the third round. And then to close, Dinger the Dinosaur, between name, between story, and between arrival, He's on point, and I think he fits very, very nicely to conclude my draft. Um, I don't have very much. I don't have much of any shit to say about any of the other mascots. I think they're pretty damn good. I, I like everybody's draft for the most part. I think this is going to be one that's really going to come down to the wire in terms of who actually wins. I actually do not know who will win. I have to think about this myself. All right, I think you salute the rest of your time. I leave you the time. All right. Yeah. Well, Dustin, you ready? <laughs> yeah, is it already started or oh my gosh. No, you're good. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. Now it started. Okay, so you want a team that's going to make you laugh and that's going to be memorable for years to come. You're going to be at that sports stadium having a good time. And hey, you know, sports is a really intense game. You're going to get into it and you kind of want some campy energy to lighten the mood up. My whole team's going to make you laugh. I got the non-binary leftist icon, Gritty, coming at you all woo, <laughs> representing the Flyers. What even are the Flyers? Well, I'll tell you what. Gritty's got an answer. Just talk to Gritty. Then I got the presidents, some weirdly shaped presidents running through. It's Is it educational? I don't know, but it's funny as hell. They're going to be knocking each other over, get into the home plate. Then I got a wolf that's tackling fans on the field, crushing them, living out their football dreams by smashing those people. And then I got the wildly disturbing, but oh, so memorable King Cake Baby in a New Orleans <laughs> Pelicans game. I got the range, multiple sports represented. Definitely. I got lots of wackiness in there. Hey, that's what game day presentation is all about. I'm like, man, I'm not going to trash other people's right now because I love mascots. And I, I honestly feel like it's hard to get a mascot wrong You'd have to really work at it. You should be having some fun. And I think all of y'all's actually were pretty damn fun. Yeah. On the dot. Look at Woo -woo. that. All right. How about that? Yeah. Dylan, it's up to you. You ready? Yeah. Yo, you want everything? I got it, baby. <laughs> I got a moldy car. I got a moldy <laughs> <laughs> That's my pickup line. Um, okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry to my wife if you're listening. Okay. Um, of course, we all jest. I've got, I want my time back. I want <laughs> no, my time no, back. No, no, no. You got distracted. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I want, I, I've got Benny the Bull. He dunks, and he's part of the iconic Chicago Bulls. I've got the Cardinals Fredbird. What bigger team in 
baseball is there other than the Cardinals? I mean, you could name a few, but it certainly isn't the, the Mariners. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know about that, actually. I mean, the Cardinals are huge. Um, uh, we've got Demon Deacon. I mean, he rides a motorcycle onto the field, folks. He's he's looks he's a yes. deacon dressed up as as uh, a demonized Uncle Sam. And finally, Dartmouth's <laughs> Keggy the Keg. If you love beer and you love just like fucking around, Keggy the Keg is there to be with you. Okay, he's there to have a good time. Um, yeah, he's not official, but you know what? Neither am I. And that's fine. <laughs> we will find you, Keggy. We will find a replacement for the unofficial guy. The sweet, sweet Keggy. If anyone knows where Keggy is, please call us. I don't, can't. don't call us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you lost focus and lost like 25 yeah, seconds, yeah. and then you lost another five seconds saying, I want my time back. <laughs> all right my turn listen the philly fanatic is great but i got a party animal too who is literally a party animal a coke fiend in a pair in a parrot (laughs) that hangs out with a pirate check you want a mascot that rides a motorcycle and is a hype beast puddles has got you down he's been doing it a long time and he's modeled after a classic classic character donald duck can't hate on him and we got Sam Eagle. Sam Eagle, he represents our Olympic team. That is America. Bald Eagle, Uncle Sam, mashed into one, and he inspires the youth. We want funny. We want mascots that entertain us, but we, want, we also want mascots that are going to transcend a certain amount of time and inspire other people to do great things. Sam Eagle does that. And then finally, the sausages, the infamous <laughs> sausage race. <laughs> President's racing is fun, so is sausage racing. <laughs> and you know it's fun because just saying sausage race sounds hilarious. <laughs> so, yes, I implore you to vote for my team. The only one that I, I don't have a problem with anyone's mascots. There is a funny conspiracy theory that says the Kansas City Wolf is actually Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. What? And yes. 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 And Even better. Yeah, and it's it's pretty creepy. <laughs> So he's tackling people because he has that experience tackling kids in the ball pit. (laughs) (laughs) Dragging them to hell. Who knew mascots would get so dark? Yeah, right. Well, that means it's our turn to to pick a winner. Get your t-shirt guns ready. All right, it's time for us to get our t-shirt guns ready, shoot them at each other, and pick a winner. Person who gets shot most is the winner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll count down. Three, two, one, point. Okay, so let's see. Hold up. I, I'm pointing at Matt. I'm Matt pointing is pointing. At, I'm pointing at Dustin. You're pointing at Dustin. Dylan is pointing at Dustin. And yes. Dustin is pointing at Dylan. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go first. Yeah. Take it away. Matt, you'll go second, and then you guys can. Wait, hold on. You went for Dustin. Yeah, I went for Dustin. Dylan went for Dustin. Yeah. And you went for Dylan. Yep. So I'll go me, you, and then those two. Okay. Okay. Matt, Philly Fanatic was on my list. He does everything, dude. He's the, he's the best. He does everything. There was so much, like, he's inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. 
He does ATV shit, but he also skydives. He rides horses. He headbutts people. He karate kicks shit. <laughs> he zip lines. He shoots a hot dog yes. cannon at pigs. The dude is a freaking legend. He's a beast. He's a yes. legend. Um, who else did you have? You had... I don't know much about Dinger Dinosaur, but he does look cute. Brutus Buckeye, I feel like, is a good... Like, him and Puddles are on the same level for me. Mm-hmm. And the Phoenix Gorilla, I love slam dunk, so... Yep. That was a slam dunk, brother. Appreciate it. <laughs> nice. I gave mine to Dylan, but it was close. It was like 50.2% Dylan, 49.8% Matt. It was like, it was really, really close. So I think I went with Dylan because I felt like I saw the route that he was going and it reminded me of like what I love about mascots. There was some absurdity in it. Uh, the Chicago Bulls mascot in the beginning that's fantastic um i like had some really interesting stories that were just like what the hell like that is so weird i feel like just like the absurdity of mascots that's what i got from your team no offense <laughs> but i got the absurdity of it all so it's like yeah but man matt was so close to it, it honestly like i don't know if we had to redo the vote a bunch of different times i would probably go back and forth it was so hard to pick this one because matt your team was really good too and Seeing the actual Philly fanatic, fucking hilarious. He's that was like such a good first round pick. So that was, it was very, very close. Nice. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, also, I have to say it was my, my, I picked Dustin. First of all, uh, I picked him because, um, I mean, the King Cake baby and the Kansas City, <laughs> like the Kansas City Wolf gritty, uh, the president, like all that, it's ridiculous. And it got me, I'm not really drawn, um, as we get, you know, we'll do some sports episodes. Y'all will find out. I, I'm not really into sports. Never have been. I don't know why I, I respect them. I like them not drawn to a team, but man, like mascots draw me in. And these ones just did it right for me. <laughs> I think like, I don't know the, the terrifying nature of King cake baby. And maybe like not knowing if you're going to get tackled <laughs> by, by gritty or the Kansas city wolf, you know, uh, it was close. though. I almost voted for Matt, um, or Ben. I actually didn't know it was a last minute vote. Um, your teams are tied equally for me. They're both really good. Um, I don't have a bad thing to say about either of them. So, Awesome. Yeah, I uh, similarly, I, I voted for Dustin uh, because of pretty much Gritty. Grit, yes. like I, <laughs> gritty, in, again, when I was thinking about memorable mascots, because I think that's like the crux of a mascot. Are they memorable? Mm-hmm. Gritty is infamous, all right? For whatever, Philly, we see you. We salute you. You got the yeah. best mascots in the world. I don't know how the hell you did it, but you did it. <laughs> but never, and also, shout out to the 76ers. You got a cool, like, Ben Fra- dribbling Ben Franklin. Like, yes. I don't think it's like a guy in a suit, but nevertheless. Uh, but Gritty really stood out to me. I also, I love the presidents. I just love how that ties into the whole Nationals theme. I thought that was great. Ben, I loved yours. Yours was ranked second behind me. Uh, behind Dustin's, that is not me. Uh, I think I still, mine was pretty great. But <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I recognize Puddle's greatness, even though I don't like Puddle's. I recognize his greatness. The sausage race is iconic as well. But the ceiling factor for me was gritty. All right. And then, Dylan, you got some you got some good ones. But it just kind of went back to the whole memorable. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. the, the Demon Deacon didn't really stand out to me. He was kind of ho-hum. Uh, we, we watched a little bit of Fred Bird. I like Fred Bird as like a cartoon character, mm-hmm. but he was just, 
He was just kind of going about his business. I want a mascot that's like <laughs> over the top outlandish. And that is gritty. And the gritty is the yes. deciding factor between you two. So that that's is fair. my justification. That's Thank fair. you, you lovely non-binary leftist icon. <laughs> I love you, gritty. So I think it's time for a little uh, honorable mention before we uh, close this out, right? Yep, go for it. Mm-hmm. My honorable mentions, I got two of them. Uh, one of them is for my lovely wife. Her favorite mascot growing up was Slugger, the Kansas City Royals mascot. Great name, by the way, Slugger for a baseball team mascot. And he's yes. a cool lion. Right? He's like real majestic. He's real buff looking. So Slugger, I'll give you a shout out. Also, to our dearly departed, hopefully you come back to us someday, Squatch. All right, Squatch, I remember you. You were a dunking Sasquatch for the Seattle <laughs> Supersonics. You were great. You fit the team, the region so well. I mean, Bigfoot, a Sasquatch as your basketball team mascot? Marketing. Yes. Pure gold. So those are my two shout-outs. Squatch, come back to us, please. Yeah, that's a great shout-out. Mm-hmm. So, well, my shout-out is one particular moment. I can't rep this mascot all the time. I don't know enough of their what they do at their game. But So the Mighty Ducks, I'm super <laughs> pumped for, obviously, our Seattle hockey team's expansion, our first opening night. You've heard me talk about it probably too much, but oh well. So I was looking at YouTube, and all of a sudden I found this like highlight reel of all the opening nights for all the expansion teams. And I found the mighty ducks. It was so over the top and campy and it followed the Ottawa senators with these like really like weird men in these like Senator suits, like Roman outfits and kilts skating around the ice doing this weird dance. I didn't think that could be topped all of a sudden mighty ducks got this weird, like ice man on a Zamboni and you think it's really weird. And the lights shut off and it's like, <gasps> all of a sudden all these fireworks are shooting out of this gigantic duck face at the top. Cue dramatic moment. (laughs) And this like really intense music comes down. Like you're in a fucking war. Like someone's about to die. And this duck is like floating from the ceiling. (laughs) Punching the air. (laughs) I was like, this is the most stupid, campy, ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I love it. (laughs) Go ducks. (laughs) That moment alone. That sold me. You go mighty ducks. Nice. Uh, my honorable mention is the St. Louis Billikens because St. Louis doesn't have a basketball team. And uh, and so, like, uh, not an NBA team. We have a um, a college basketball team. And so people follow the Billikens. And not only that, but the Billikens, uh, well, it's hard to identify what a Billiken is. Um, it was, it's, it's kind of like a charm doll. It's like this short little fat thing with pointy ears and a little tuft of hair. Um, kind of looks like a, a devilish uh, elf baby. And um, yeah, I don't know. Got a little mischievous smile. Very interesting to look at. Uh, memorable, if you will. Uh, you can't like unsee it. Uh, not as not creepy. Like <laughs> <laughs> not quite creepy like the king cake baby. But uh, definitely interesting, I would say. Like, you could probably get someone a Billiken doll and they would keep it because it's like, I don't know, just nice to have around. It's also said to be a good luck charm. So there's that. Cool. Nice. And I don't have any mascots <laughs> to talk about because I don't have any. So that'll do it. <laughs> Y'all want to drop those social media handles again so that the listeners can tell us who they thought was the winning team. Yep. You can find us on Twitter at DraftMore. A poll will be coming your way a, a day or two after this episode drops. Uh, yeah. Search on Facebook. 
um, for Mount Draftmore Podcast. It's our podcast page. And on Instagram, you can search at Mount Draftmore. Mount spelled out. M-O-U-N-T. Mount Draftmore. Awesome. We look forward to hearing from you. We look forward. I think in coming episodes, we'll try and start reading your responses. If you want to drop us emails, too, you can do that. We're at mountdraftmore at gmail.com. So, yeah, if you got any suggestions mm-hmm. for future topics, we'd love to hear it, too. Yeah. yeah. We, Make sure to subscribe to that RSS feed. Leave us a review. It helps a lot. It'll help in getting us promoted. Otherwise, we've kept you a long time. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again here next week.